Okay, we're all in take five. Hook them up with E and Rod P. Brought to you by Bud Light on the Horn. the horn the weekend starts today what a weekend it will be it is a uh, take a breath time for longhorn football fans no texas game with the bye week coming at a good time get healthy fix some issues including the red zone tackling needs to be addressed but getting healthy is probably the number one thing and you'll get to watch the longhorns next opponent tonight in the houston cougars face the west virginia mountaineers longhorns play at houston that same stadium that you'll see tonight on Thursday Night College Football will be where the Longhorns play next week, next Saturday, uh, at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. But you get to do it tonight. Also, the NFL starts week six tonight with uh, what appears to be a mismatch. And we'll have to wait till Sunday, Rod, for game one of the American League Championship Series, a Texas showdown in the ALCS. Might have to meet somewhere and watch that one together. Which one? Rangers game. I think we got to make a bet on it. Yeah, we need a bet. We got two we days to bet. come up with a bet. If you want yeah. to suggest I come a up bet, with something, yeah, we need a bet. Rod and I are H Town. Ty is Metroplex, Dallas. And, and I'm also a grown man, uh, so don't mean nothing crazy. <laughs> like we ain't. Uh, no, I'm not doing. It means anything too crazy. Yeah, I'm not shaving my hair. I'm not. You know. Uh, no, that's not happening. Nope. Not no shaving tattoos my hair. involved. No, none of that. Nothing extreme. We're just talking about sensible bet payoffs. Sensible ones. Okay. Get rational. You know I, mean? I mean, I'd get an Astros tattoo on my body, but I don't want a Rangers tattoo or a Bruce Bochy picture of Bruce Bochy's face or something. <laughs> I was thinking. I think I was thinking if the Rangers won the World Series, I was going to get a Rangers tattoo. Wow! I don't that's, have any ink. That's committing to the bit. Yeah. Would yeah. you get a Rangers brand? Mm, I already <laughs> have the Texas brand. Yeah, the Texas brand is cool. I guess that does count. That does count. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know about it. Yeah, I mean, you you love your Rangers though, so you can get that tattoo. I've been thinking about getting some some like. Uh, this some is, ink, some some more ink. I, I, oh, I, I want to. some too. I want my, I want the long. I, I need to get my longhorn tat. I don't have a longhorn tat, and it's gonna happen. I just don't know exa- exactly what kind of one. I had a shirt that had a longhorn, like it had a beautiful design on it, and I kept the shirt. I don't know where it is because I want that design. I just don't know where I want it. You know, I mean, back or chest. Yeah, um, I, I'm, I think I'm going legs next. You want legs with your like whatever it is. I, I, th- I want to get the Dallas, like the city of Dallas logo. The, you know, like the D with oh, the three lines with the tree. Interesting. I think that'd look cool. Yeah, that would look kind of cool. I know uh, a lot of people that got the H for the H town. You live in Austin, though. You live in Austin your whole life. Why would you get the Dallas? I mean, I'd get some stuff. I'd probably get yeah. the I'd probably get roots. the Capitol with the Austin skyline, okay. Okay. too. You know, oh, man, you're talking my, about my whole my dad, my family, my whole mom's side of the family lives in Dallas. There so you go. I've always I'm a, that's my second home. Second yeah. home. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm going to get some more. Too bad the Rangers yeah. don't play in Dallas. You know what I'm saying? If the, <laughs> if the Longhorns win the Big 12 title, I'll get it right after, I'll get it right after the Big 12 title game. Oh, there you go. Well, that's the thing. Like, I already yeah. have the VY10406 on the wrist. Huh. So, if Texas wins the national championship, I'll probably have to get it. And what you get? Just be QE Rod? with the date. Did I don't you? know what I'm going to get. I want to get like, something really cool, a cool Longhorn tattoo, but I haven't gotten it. Like I said, there's a design that I like. 
but I don't want it to be too extravagant. It needs to be pretty simple, and I need to find a tattoo artist. I like them. That won't be tough, but they got some really good ones. Would in you the do city. like Dak Prescott and do like your entire leg? No, 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 no. I do subtle <laughs> be tattoos. Sedated for like, 12 hours. All of my tats are hidden, like the wood one. I mean, unless I wear shorts, which you guys know I never wear shorts, so you never see my legs. Uh, I got Child of God on my back, but nobody ever sees that because my back is usually covered. Uh, and I do want to get my, I want to get my daughter. I want to get my wife on my, because I never wear my ring. I never wear my wedding ring. I don't. And she's cool with that. But I want to get like a thin needle tattoo of her initials on my ring finger. There you go. Just like real small, like real small. And then I want to get my daughter's name somewhere. I just don't know where. Probably over my heart. The issue for me is a lot of the tattoos I want to get, you have to be kind of in shape to get. That's (laughs) why. Why in shape? I mean, I just I, I don't want to have like a, a like a chest thing and then hanging off my right boob. You know? <laughs> Your man boob. I need to like I need to start working out. Hey, they're all gonna sag at come, one point, bro. Uh, that's true. All, all those tats, I don't, 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 don't want to get it and then have it sag that's instantly, true. though. But they will all look bad at one point. We all get to be like seventy something. None of those tats are gonna look good. Hey, just the way I it is. Know, my grandpa, he had one tat. He was in the he was in the navy, so he had the anchor on his on his arm, and it, oh, looked, did it? it looked pretty. Still pretty looks pretty I badass. Mean, he was like a, he didn't say a cuss word or drink. I never saw him do anything my entire life. Like, but before I was born, you could tell from some. He party hard. Oh, yeah. He like was saved by the time you you, you oh, came yeah. along. He was I like, think I might have. When I was man. born, he's like, all right, I need to, to shape it up. <laughs> shape it up a little. Oh, uh, this good. says, will E walk to Arlington if the Rangers win the World Series? Because we know the Cowboys will never win with Jerry as the GM. That's probably true. I'm not doing that though. Rod has to sit down every and try every white condom. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <I like> that. <laughs> That's solid. I would entertain that one, actually. That I would probably have to have a puke bucket nearby because I'd be so disgusted. But I would entertain that one. Yeah. I like that one. No, that's that's not bad. Or at least that try at least good. try like a few of them. Like the more the more popular ones, like just vanilla ice cream, which I've oh, never tried. That would not be a punishment. That would be wonderful. And For me, it would be a punishment. Cream, oh, whipped cream. Oh, I would. Oh, like right out, of, right out of a cool whip thing. The mayo oh. would be gross. Mayo, ranch. ranch. Oh, boo, blue cheese. Yeah, blue cheese would make me throw up. Oh, man. I'm not down with that. Although, see, like, Alabama really, my, white sauce. Mm. I just can't. Right now, literally, I have a bad taste. White in my gravy? Thinking about that. White gravy? Oh. I don't like white gravy. Nothing against white gravy. I'm not a gravy racist, but I think you have white and brown. I hate when restaurants only have one or the other. Come on. People like white and brown gravy, man. You know, both of them. And ice cream is not a condiment, by the way. It's a it's a dessert. That's true, but any white like any white so, liquid or semi liquid, I don't really like. Any like, white food, huh? Nah, not white. White food is okay. Like uh, with blank, like white blanco bread? queso, I'll eat. Okay, that's kind of it. Yeah, white 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 bread, like Wonder yeah, Bread. Yeah, white eat bread. Some Wonder Bread. Yeah, I like white liquor, white bread, white uh, white parsley and chicken, the, the white meat. Oh yeah, <laughs> not the dark meat. The other white meat. I eat the dark meat too, but uh, you know. Uh, the white things that I do eat. Right, I'm not so even going to make a joke suggestions. there. We're going uh, Houston versus Dallas. Uh, we were going to be digging on each other for the next two days and two shows before we get to that first game. And, boy, it's going to be fun. Because how about this? We'll come in on Monday, and we'll have a game in the book so we can talk smack about either way. And then we'll be getting ready for the Cowboys game with the Chargers that night. Ooh. And then we'll God, all next week you'll have playoff games. Rangers and Astros, how good is that? And then you, I, I believe, in the Houston, won't one of those games be right after the Longhorns play Houston? Uh, in Houston? Yeah. yeah. So you could two for there. If you're an Astros slash, or I guess an Astros Rangers well said, slash Longhorn well fan, right? Well, that, uh, it'll be like a game. What that would have to be game seven? Game would it be game uh, seven? No, well, let me look at the schedule. Yeah, Starts I guess we have to the schedule. But I, I know, I mean, it might be pretty close. You might have a chance if you if you are a Longhorn fan, but also a fan of one of those teams, and you could see the playoff game, game whatever it is, six or whatever, and then also 
have at going to the Longhorn. No, football. the schedule is this: it's not gonna work one, out. Sunday, Wednesday, nah. Friday, Monday. Am I right about that? No, it's Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Sunday. Oh, so it'd be game six. Game six would be Sunday. So game six. It's in Houston, right? Uh, in Houston, yes. Okay, so, so Sunday, that would be your chance then. Sunday and Monday in Houston. So do you get games that? Games three, four, and five, which would be uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday in Arlington. Sunday would be game six. I'm guessing Monday night would be game seven if necessary. So I got yeah. a good bet idea. You couldn't double dip the Astros and the Longhorn game because that's Saturday afternoon at 3 o'clock. So no, how, okay. no well, times have been determined, by the way. How about if we're not in the same day, but just the same weekend? Yeah, the, you're right about that. Yeah. Rob. If the Rangers win the series for one hour on, on uh, whatever the next show after the the series is over, you have to be in here and I sit in your chair. Okay. Well, I I'll agree to that. Hold up, what is I it? Can again? Run the board he has for to an hour. has to produce the show for an That's hour. How I started oh. in this business. I've done that before many times. That's it's tough. Entire show. Yes, that's hard, man. <laughs> I know I couldn't do it. I'd break down. I I really would. I I wouldn't be handling that. You're doing like it's, it's the ultimate in multitasking. You're doing like five different jobs, five different things. And if you want to talk on air, which you do, and do well, it's a lot. Yeah, it's not yeah. that bad. Well, I've done it a long time, but I've done it before. I've never done it. I couldn't do it. How about a, how about a spoonful that. of horseradish for Rod? Oh, man. I've never had a horseradish in my life. It's good stuff. So I don't know. Rod B. Milk. I When I was a kid, obviously, when I was a baby, I had to drink milk from the teat. But my mom says I took myself off the teat. The teat? Yeah, I basically rejected it. And I was like, I'm down with that. And then, you know, so after that, not a lot of milk. I probably should have drank some more milk. Had a lot of broken bones in the league. It would help me. Did you really? I've, well, never, had, uh, I've never broken my, my shoulders. I shattered my clavicle. Have you breast. tried the your wife's breast milk yet? Oh no, but I've been told that it is like good for super. You. Yeah, like it, it basically can heal a lot are of stuff. Cu- are Got, you curious? Yeah, I am curious. Got a lot of HGH, and she's just started like pumping stuff. So we'll see. I might. Mm. I mean, who's, who's, just a little, is she doing the pump thing? She's she's about to start. Yeah, she's about to start. She's yeah. She's got a lot of it. Hey, Rod will do this behind the burnt <laughs> orange curtain at the bottom of the hour. Well, that's good. That's good for the baby. Yeah, it know? is, man. Yeah, it is. Um, you can sell it on the black market. Make some money. <laughs> yeah. You can. Bodybuilders buy that stuff, man. Oh, yeah, go down it's to going the, around uh, the gym. But yeah. I have a lifetime fitness. <laughs> 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 it'll come out back. I, hey, bro, I got up. it. I got that in the parking lot if y'all need it. Good, good. The walking. biggest jacked up dude. Rod, I got you, bro. Rod's walking around with like frozen breast milk. Hey. <laughs> And it's a cooler. It is Yeti. <laughs> oh, y'all laughing, but it might be a source of revenue. Come on now. Why wouldn't you? It's like a good waste. If Come on now. Baby doesn't drink it. There you go. Just saying. Just saying. Hey, somebody said, wait, did Ty ever get his tire fixed? <laughs> good question. No. You haven't? <laughs> no, haven't. Hold up. What? I'm still riding on You still haven't fixed tires. your tire? How long has it been? It's been it's been like Come a on, month. we got to grow I need to advise now. you against like, being on that thing for like more money. than a week. I got, I got paid yesterday, and I have like 50 bucks in my bank account. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay. Uh, well, yeah, that is the schedule. Rangers, Astros. It's Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, hey, Thursday, Friday, Sunday, Monday. When my windshield or when my window got broken into, we had a listener suggest a great glass place for me to come. I think they actually worked there to, for me to come out there. So if anyone owns a tire shop that wants to hook me up, please help me. Discount don't, tire. Please. Say, don't they sell like a. I, mean, I, I have the tire in my back. I think it could be the, my. I don't think I need a new tire. Well, let's go. You need to get I, it fixed. I can do it myself. I just. I, I need to do it. Let's go. <laughs> I need we're to shoot. do it. Instead, we're doing a, a, an online bit shooting baskets today after the show. Maybe Tasha, go fix it. <laughs> Maybe I'll fix your tire while you guys shoot baskets. Can oh, we go to the uh, headlines, trending topics, uh, to get you caught up as you start your Thursday morning? 
Top Gun Rentals and Lawn Equipment bring it to you. Start with the Major League Baseball. And yeah, the all first All-Texas American League Championship Series or Texas Astros Series of any kind uh, has clinched last night as the Astros won a tough, tight one in Minneapolis. Game four, three to two. And Astros got a pair of big home runs uh, and some outstanding pitching to clinch their seventh consecutive trip to the ALCS where they'll face the Rangers in the first ever meeting between the Lone Star rivals in the playoffs. Uh, Michael Brantley had a big second inning home run. Then it was Jose Abreu homering for the third time in two games. A two-run rocket gave the Astros a lead they, lead they never relinquished. Jose Arquiti and three relievers combined to allow just three hits on the game. Uh, how about the bullpen for Houston? Hector Neris, Brian Abreu combined for five strikeouts and two and a third. Ryan Presley struck out the side in the ninth for Dusty Baker and the Astros. Game one of that ALCS, as we said, set for Sunday. National League is one half of the way set uh, in their final two. Upstart Arizona Diamondbacks finished off a uh, stunning sweep of the L.A. Dodgers. 4-2, to the win last night in the desert. Six-seeded Snakes now await the winner of the Braves-Phillies series. Phillies now up two games to one. They crushed the uh, Braves yesterday, 10-2. to Six-homer game for the Phillies there. Bryce Harper had two of them. Nick Castellanos had two of them. Uh, Trey Turner hit a home run. Six dingers on the night. Phillies now have the 104-win Braves on the brink of elimination for the second straight year. They can close it out with a win tonight. NFL Week 6 kicks off tonight in Kansas City. 4-1 Chiefs hosting the 1-4 Broncos. Major mismatch on paper. Uh, also, from the world of college basketball, the Kansas Jayhawks men's basketball program and Coach Bill Self won't face any additional serious punishment stemming from that 2017 FBI investigation into their program. As part of the Wednesday ruling yesterday from the uh, Independent Resolution Panel, Jayhawks were placed on three years probation. will have to vacate their 2018 Final Four appearance and wins from that season due to Silvio DeSouza's participation that year, but no further punishment for Bill Self. Horn Headlines brought to you by Top Gun Runners and Lawn Equipment. Halloween here is scarier than an OU cheerleader without makeup. But nothing scarier than missing out on employee pricing on all our zero-turn mowers this month. Top Gun. TopGun.net. We'll shoot you straight. Always shoot you straight, Rod. Always, shoot, always you straight. shoot you straight. Um, man, I got to tell you, this um, college football weekend, some interesting, because Texas won't be playing, all right, so you can actually dive into some other teams. Uh, it's going to be some interesting matchups. You have the big, of course, the big marquee game, which is Oregon versus Washington. Um, but I think in the Big 12, actually, there's some randomly interesting uh, matchups, too. Of course, on tonight, you have the U of H West Virginia matchup. That is interesting just because West Virginia is the big surprise team in the Big 12 that's won every year. They're the surprise team. And honestly, I haven't really watched enough of West Virginia to tell you how they're doing it. I, 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 you said they're doing it with defense ease, so you've watched them a little bit. This is my first time actually watching West Virginia to see how they're winning these games. Um, but that's interesting because we saw U of H. U of H plays good at home. And I think this is at, is at U of H or at West Virginia? It's at U of H, yep. Same U of H plays a little bit different at home. They play their best football at home. Um, and even that win over UTSA for uh, U of H was impressive. They've had some lot of inconsistent play. Donovan Smith, who's got a win against Texas on his resume, um, he's their starting quarterback. I just, you know, and he hasn't been terrible this year either, by the way. He hasn't been terrible, but I got to figure out how West Virginia is a contender in this league when everybody, not everybody, most people pick West Virginia to be at a, a cellar dweller, the bottom of the Big 12 conference, and yet they found a way now to be right behind Oklahoma and, and right, by, really right behind Oklahoma, I think, <laughs> in terms of the conference play because Texas has a loss in conference play. They do not. Well, it's a weird right team. Now. They're third in, in scoring defense in the Big 12. They allow just under 20 points a game behind – uh, in scoring defense, they're behind Oklahoma and Texas, who are 1-2 uh, in the conference. West Virginia's third. 
But their offense, they're like sixth in rushing, they're last in passing yards. Right. In the like Big 12 per game, 155. How is that, how is that possible in <laughs> a modern game to be that bad in a passing attack? 155 is, yards per game. They're, they're 50 yards behind number tw- 13, which is Kansas. That's amazing. Per game. So they're doing it with defense. They're doing it with low-scoring games. Um, That's amazing. I'm going to say, I don't know how they're doing it, but, yeah, i got to watch it, check it out, see if they're a real threat. Uh, I don't think they are. I think they're a good team, but I don't know if they're a threat to Oklahoma or Texas. I think the, the drop-off between number two in the Big 12, the second-best team, and the rest of the league, because the league is down. This is one of the worst years we've seen for the Big 12 competitively. I mean, it's probably as bad as we've seen it. Honestly, I don't know if we've seen a worse Big 12 competitively. Taking Oklahoma and Texas out of it, of course, because we're looking at them as SEC members looking going forward. I don't know if we've seen the Big 12 look this week. Yeah, agreed. Across the board, you know that's you know Texas and Oklahoma put on a show on Saturday, disappointing end for the Longhorns, but uh, it was a fun football game. And those two teams, I think, are competitive with anybody in the country. But uh, the rest of the conference is weak. And and but so for West Virginia, they're built. They have a running quarterback named Garrett Green. Not I remember our, him. He's been there yeah. a while too. He he you know he's thrown for five hundred and forty yards and he rushed for two hundred. He's their second leading rusher now. C.J. Donaldson is their running back. Remember him? He's a good player. Freshman, got hurt in the Texas big game. Back. Yeah, big year. back. Yeah. Uh, so they try to run the ball, have a control the game with their quarterback and his legs, and then they play good defense. I mean that's really their recipe at West Virginia. Houston is Dana Holgerson, so you know what that is, right? Air Raid, Donovan Smith, the big the big quarterback who transferred from Texas Tech, uh, and so you know this. They're two and three. This is not a a good spot for for Houston because remember Dana Holgerson left West Virginia to take the Houston job, left the Power Five to go to the non Power Five at the time, and the idea was he was going to be the coach to help them move mm-hmm. move into a bigger conference, move to the Power Five, and right now they're not ready for prime time for sure. West Virginia's beaten the likes of Duquesne, Pitt, Texas Tech, and TCU. In some close games. Close too. games, yeah. Like Seventeen close, to six. One score. Twenty to one, thirteen. Yeah, one score games. Yeah, they're winning with defense, and they're bitten their three Big Twelve wins. They've allowed a gosh, as we said, you no know, six points, thirteen points, and twenty-one to TCU, and that was on the road. That was a win in Fort Worth, and which means uh, they're not built to play from behind, and they're not built to get in a shootout. No. And what you want to do with them is, even though they got a good defense, is turn the game into a shootout and make them play from a a double-digit deficit or a two-score deficit. Because then their model, their their model to win falls apart. Yeah, and the Longhorns obviously don't play West Virginia this year, so you're not. No, you're you just, you just don't like to see them take a loss, so you're not worried about because they're the only other undefeated Big Twelve team. So Texas would control their destiny against everybody else in the Big Twelve, I believe. Uh, West Virginia, though, needs to, and they'll lose at some point. They play Houston tonight on the road, but they have one in Fort Worth, so they've they've shown they and they're coming off their their bye week. Both of these teams tonight were off last weekend. Uh, K State at Tech is interesting too because Will Howard has not. Progressed the way people assumed. Even we, we thought K State would be, you know, second, third best team in the Big Twelve, and they still may end up being. Who knows? Uh, but we thought that would be because of Will Howard taking a a step forward because he looked great last year at times. Uh, and then when K State on their way to winning the Big Twelve title, uh, he was the big reason for it. Uh, he has not. He's been inconsistent. I think he has been turnover prone so far this year, and they really do miss Deuce Vaughn on that offense. They don't have as many weapons offensively, and the defense without Julius Prince, without uh, Enudike Uzoma, um, they're just not as formidable. So Kansas, not the juggernaut that people thought they would be in the Big Twelve, and Texas Tech just been a letdown. But they are playing at home. I mean, it's at Tech, um, but I don't know how to. Th- I used to think K State would be. A team I would pick in most of these Big Twelve games, but right now the way things are going, you know, Tech may be trending actually. 
Yeah. Tech's well, playing much better than they were. They started out really, really slow and dreadful. They've actually now, you know, put together a couple of impressive wins. Well, and Joe, Joe McGuire's a good coach. I mean, and, and they lost that tough game in overtime to Wyoming to start the season and then turn around and play to an Oregon team who's, you know, top five or six in the country. And they get a big showdown with Washington this weekend. So I don't think there's any, and that was a really good game, the Oregon game. And it was competitive. 38 30. So, yeah. Um, so. Because well, Tech can score. Tech can score. Um, yeah, they can score. And but remember, their their quarterback Tyler Shuck is hurt, so now they're down to to Baron Morton to be in their starting quarterback there. So yeah, that's a, that's an interesting game too. Uh, obviously, biggest games, the ranked matchups in college football: Washington and Oregon, the center game at two thirty on Saturday from Seattle. Uh, that's a huge, huge football game. Notre Dame USC on Saturday night, and keep an eye on on North Carolina in the ACC run because if Mac Brown's team beats uh, Miami, they host Miami. Miami would be undefeated if not for Mario Cristobal's ridiculousness last week. It would have been a matchup of five and O's. Instead, it's four and one Miami at undefeated North Carolina with Mac Brown, Drake May. That's an interesting game on Saturday night too. Yeah, now um, Mac Brown's got a good quarterback. Mac Brown's teams usually I only win double digit games, but that's when they contend for championships. And he's got one of the best quarterbacks in the country. Now he's got one of his best, the better wide receivers back too, um, off of that NCAA suspension that Mac called out the NCAA on. So I'm with you. I think that you know this this might be the year for Mac um, to try to make a move there in the ACC. All right, Rod. Before we get to the timeout, and uh, we'll talk go behind the burn orange curtain coming up. I want to tell everybody about uh, BetterHelp and BetterHelp.com. You know, uh, we are busy people, Rod. You got a new baby at home. You're working, working your fingers to the bone over there. Maybe selling breast milk over at the Lifetime Fitness, whatever you might be doing. <laughs> that's that's out of rolls. I had kids early. It, it's a stressful life uh, for guys, right? You're working hard. You got bills to pay. I got relationships, and it's always good to talk. Licensed therapy is available to you uh, with BetterHelp.com. They understand at BetterHelp.com that you have. Busy schedule. When am I going to do this? Where am I going to find time? That's where BetterHelp. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's online at your schedule therapy and psychiatric work uh, just to talk to somebody about your mental health, uh, your 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 peace of mind. Maybe you stay up nights thinking about uh, paying bills and how you're going to make it all work. This is where you can talk to a licensed therapist in your state. You can re- receive the therapy and the conversation from anywhere at any time. You set it up on your schedule. You can once you have the therapist that you're you're grooving with and, and talking to, you can message that therapist anytime if you have a question. Uh, they'll text you right back. It's an easy appointment schedule. Uh, and if you don't, you're not jiving with the uh, therapist you first start with. You can switch anytime at no cost. Uh, it really, really is a great way to go uh, to you know take and take care of. It's, it's one thing to take care of your physical health and work out and exercise, and that's important. But your mental health is just as important, maybe more. And BetterHelp.com slash the horn is the way you do it. Go to BetterHelp.com slash the horn. If you use the horn, you get ten percent off your first month as you move forward. It's BetterHelp.com slash the horn. That's BetterHelp.com. And they were all asking themselves the same questions. All right, we'll get behind the burn orange curtain coming up uh, next hour, Rod. All right, so there's some college football, and we've got the uh, baseball coming. We're taking your suggestion on bets for Rod and I v. Ty in the Metroplex v. Houston ALCS. Mm-hmm. Some good ones have come in. Rod's going to maybe have to eat some condiments. We'll decide that. I may have to walk to Arlington, but I'm not doing that. I, I might walk somewhere. We'll figure that out. Maybe, no, nah, you don't got to walk to Arlington. Maybe walk to the Dell Diamond goodness. because the uh, Round Rock Express are the AAA affiliate of your Texas Rangers. That might, I'm not doing that either. All right, we'll come back. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We'll talk more about that behind not the Burn Orange Curtain. Off the record before the end of the hour, stories you maybe haven't heard but need to. On this Thursday morning, hook them up with Ian Rodby. Aaron Hogan, Rod Babers. Hook them up. 1019 AM 1260. The Horn. 
Oh, man. Several suggestions on the text line, 512-447-3776. Also, thanks to everybody. And a lot of you have gotten registered to win those uh, wristbands. Two days, two wristbands for three days for the U.S. Grand Prix and the weekend next weekend at Coda. All you got to do is text RACE to our text line, and you're going to get a return uh, sign, you know, registration right, uh, right back to you. And uh, but a lot of people weighing in on the conversations of our Thursday morning. It says, since Ty only has 50 bucks in his bank account, does that mean he's a successful gambler, question mark? Mm. Not last week. Yeah, kind, of, week. kind of comes and goes. Last, I mean, my, my teams let me down last week. It was all I was. I was shouldn't bet on it. your teams. That's I think that's sound advice. Shouldn't be bet on because then too emotional. Yeah, it's an emotional bet. Emotional betters. The Rangers got broke me there. Betters. The Horns and the Cowboys let me down. If the, yeah, the uh, Horns actually were. Should, I'm with you. That's that was. That seemed like a smart bet. It did. It seemed like a smart bet, but that's my uh, rivalry games or emotional games. Throw and, the records out the window. Yes, sir. You know they were both undefeated. Yes, sir. If the Astros win, we should all get to watch Ty change his tire. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe. That'd be a riveting video. Yeah, well, kind of like us shooting baskets today. Hey, Ty, broadest Chevron, B-Cave, and Mopac. Great people. They can plug a tire. 20 bucks. Great people. Always get my car inspected there. there I'm, I'm, I'm seeing that discount tire does it for free. They do. If, it, if you bought the tire there. Okay. No. Did not. Well, then they still might. Oh, well, a discount? I, I went there the other day, the one-off B-Cave, the discount tire. That was a good year, actually. And they were uh, like, oh, we can't get you in until Sunday. And that, damn. And that was like three days. And I was like, what? Well, because Goodyear does everything. Tires just do tires, so they, they can move them pretty quickly. That's true. And you, and you make appointments there, too. I can do it myself. I have done it before. I can do it myself. And, uh, and, and remember, man. now, the, if, 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 the, if the hole or the leak is not in the middle of the, of the tire, if it's on the, on the, rail, the rail of any kind, you're not going to be able to plug it's it. It's in the middle. Okay. Well, then, yeah, let's take it to discount. They'll plug it in 10 minutes. He's right. They will. Come on, man. There's one right here on your way down 71 right. right there you're by right. the uh, Blazer laser tag. And you Is can, that Blazer laser tag still there? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My I, kids used to love going to that place. I went there like not too long ago with my little cousins. Actually. I had my 10th birthday party there. Yeah. Place is a, it's Blazer. iconic. <laughs> my kids <laughs> yeah, had some forever. birthday parties there, too, back in the day. Mm-hmm. Iconic Blazer laser tag. It really is, man. I got That thing keeps you in shape. I ran around there with those little kids. <laughs> the but kid. I was worn out by the end. I was like breathing out hard. I was like, this is actually good cardio. Yeah, man. The kid's in shape in that thing, man. Hey, congratulations to uh, Longhorn defensive tackle Tavondre Sweat. Oh, yeah. Yesterday, Rod named a Senior Bowl midseason All-American. Senior Bowl, <laughs> the Jim Nagy and the Senior Bowl have named, he's the only Longhorn to make the midseason All-American team. Pro Football Focus has him right now as their highest rated defensive tackle. In the country, wow! Remember, he had that. Um, that he had a great play in that Texas OU game where he basically pushed the offensive lineman back with one arm. You yes. remember this? Yes. Kind of manhandles him and then ends up uh, getting the pressure on the quarterback. It was a great. That will be on his draft highlight reel. I guarantee you. That will be on the draft highlight reel. Well, and that would be a surprise to a lot of people if you said, "Okay, who's the one Longhorn that's going to be on the senior?" Remember, these are for senior senior players that yes. are eligible to play in the senior bowl. Yes. Uh, so keep that. That's a specific to them. But you, who would have guessed that, right? I mean, probably would have guessed some other Longhorns before him. Mm. But either way, Tavondre Sweat is playing great right now. Yes, well, and they need that to continue. Except when he's a fullback on the goal line. I kid, hey. I kid. It's a joke. Hey, I see <laughs> I what kid. you're saying. There. I'm kidding. No, he was. He actually he did a great. If they'd have given Tavondre Sweat the ball, refrigerator Perry style, he might have scored. But yeah, maybe that's the changeup on for the goal line for Texas. Could be. Who or, knows? Or a little play action. Send him down the flat. Something less predictable than just, you know, running it behind the jumbo package three times in a row. I want to see him do that ball where, you know, the quarterback hides it. Oh. Turns ball around, trick. Come back and then. 
<laughs> I want them to steal the Ben Johnson play from the Detroit Lions where Jerry Goff is under center and they snap it between his legs, wildcatted to the running back behind him and then run it. That's what I want to see. Well, yeah. the, and the key to that was Jared Steal Goff was one. acting like he was talking, communicating with a receiver down uh, the line. So it was and brilliant. It was just you know that, that little half second to catch the team off guard. and Where'd he go? Where'd he go? And then Dave Montgomery's running for 12 yards. It's no, that's a smart play. Loved it. It's a great play. Uh, yeah, so Jim Nagy, the, the, uh, the director of the Senior Bowl, had a tweet saying, Tavondre Sweat developing serious pass rush moves this year, Coach Bo Davis. Oh, that's it. That's the play. I'm yeah. looking at it right now. Yeah. That's the play, Jim Nagy. Yeah, I mean, that's, that play will be on his draft highlight. He pushes the lineman back with one hand. <laughs> left hand, at, left arm, and, and then tackles. Get five yards back. And then, and then separates and get a hit on yes. the quarterback. Yeah, hit, hit Dylan Gabriel and one still of the few times. And still make the play. That, he really, that was a hell. I'm saying that play was so impressive in so many ways. It, so is he – if you could right now look at all the players uh, across the roster for Texas, is he playing at the highest level of any player at any position? Tavondre consistently. Him and, him and Jonathan Brooks probably. Jonathan yeah. Brooks is playing yeah. at a really high level too. Yeah. And I think Xavier Worthy has too. I think Xavier's been really good all year for Texas. Um, you know, he's yeah, dropped a couple punts, but uh, either other way, he's been electric on the outside. But, yeah, Sweat's been awesome uh, for Texas. Uh, you know, we'll run through some of the names on that list. Um, these are again. These are the guys that the Senior Bowl is watching because they're going to probably invite these guys to their bowl game. In, in, oh uh, yeah. So underclassmen not qualified for that midseason All American team. Hey, let's go behind the burn orange curtain. Texas not playing this weekend, but still Texas conversation always here on Hook 'Em Up. And they were all asking themselves the same question: What is behind that curtain? Okay, so the latest. How about this? I was going to get into something else, but we can continue the conversation we were having about Devondre Sweat. So I'm looking at Pro Football Focus mid-season All-American teams. Yep. So for their interior defensive lineman, they don't have him as the uh, starting interior defensive lineman. They got him second team, Devondre Sweat. Um, but they have Byron Murphy third team. So they got in terms of interior defensive linemen on their midseason pro football focus midseason all American teams. They got Tavondre Sweat second team and Byron Murphy second on the third team. So just letting you know how deep that Texas interior defensive line is. Uh, they got him out there pretty deep. Okay. Um, and so they, I, I think last week he was the highest graded interior defensive lineman last week, but now obviously one of the top three to four highest graded defensive tackles in the country. He is right now playing at an elite level. No question. Byron Murphy's playing really well, too. Um, those guys obviously uh, didn't play well enough um, to dominate the lines of scrimmage against Oklahoma, um, but I expect them to pick up where they left off uh, once the bye week is over. All right, so getting back to Texas football in general, I was um, thinking about this the red zone issue for Texas because I think we're all trying to figure out how Texas, uh, the perplexing issue of how Texas can remedy their red zone inefficiency right now they're 122nd in the red zone and that's worse than they were when they came into the texas ou game where they were 108th in the country and it is flabbergasted it is like a mind mind boggling that they with all the talent they have still struggle in the red zone could it be the offensive line could it be the scheme could it be you know the the route combinations they run in the red zone could it be the lack of physicality with the o-line it could be a number of different things there's one thing that I want to suggest for Texas, though, in the red zone. Really not just the red zone, but more overall. I think they should increase the usage of this concept. Uh, the six offensive line package. I've been tracking this concept for a while since Sark introduced it last season. 
And when they run with the big, they call it the Big 11 or the Big 12, that's when they throw out the uh, sixth offensive lineman, Malik Ogbo. When they go Big 12, it's one back, two tight ends, and he's the extra tight end. When they go 11, he's just a sixth offensive lineman out there, and they have three wide receivers on the field. That's, and by the way, against Oklahoma, that was the first time that I can remember them breaking out the Big 11 package, actually was versus uh, Oklahoma, and they hadn't used it in any of my notes in any of the previous games since they introduced the second O-line package. I hadn't seen them use the Big 11, and I think that's because of the JT Sanders injury. That's why they're diving a little bit deeper there. Gunnar Helm has been really good, um, but Gunnar Helm is no JT Sanders. JT Sanders is the biggest matchup nightmare on that offense, and Gunnar Helm is more than serviceable. I think he's actually improved a lot. Uh, there's only so much you can do with Gunnar Helm. The possibilities for JT Sanders are almost endless in terms of where you can move him and the matchup advantages that you have. So when you don't have a 100% JT Sanders, or maybe he's not even 85%, um, it does decrease the uh, the potency right of those matchup uh, manipulations that Sark likes to to use and and move around and those he's hunting matchups with a guy like J T Sanders they're obviously not as effective if he's not as effective so I think Sark is using more of the Big Twelve Big Eleven package because J T Sanders is just not right now because of the injury not the matchup nightmare that he was prior. And that was the adjustment in the Kansas game. When JT Sanders got hurt, they used more of the Big 12 package to supplement um, the offense and the productivity. And we didn't see it as much in the Oklahoma game, but we did see the Big 12 and the Big 11 package. And when they ran it, it was easily their most successful concept, in my in my opinion. Guys, they averaged over eight yards per rush with the sixth offensive lineman out there. Over 10 yards per attempt with the sixth offensive lineman out there. Over nine yards per play with the sixth offensive lineman out there versus Oklahoma. That, to me, is, and I, I said I've been saying that they should use it more, period, but I, I, I didn't think it would translate into the red zone. I'm going to go back and, like, die, kind of uh, break down and dissect my notes and try to uh, see how often they run that package in the red zone, but I bet it would, work, it would work better in the red zone. I bet it would translate, but there's no doubt Sark should run more of it. It seems crazy to think, oh, man, you would run, you know, some of those sets and you would take – a JT Sanders off the field. You don't have to do that. You can take Gunnar Helm off the field. Um, but Gunnar Helm right now is your healthier tight end. I think Sark is making the determination that a hundred percent Gunnar Helm is better than a seventy percent JT Sanders. That's debatable, but I think he makes that determination on certain plays because Gunnar Helm is playing more now that JT Sanders is dealing with the injury. But Big Eleven, Big Twelve, based on the research that I've done, I don't know if there's a more successful concept for Texas or a successful personnel grouping for Texas so far this season than using that sixth offensive lineman out there. It just puts defenses in a hell of a conundrum uh, where they have to decide whether they're going to match your numbers and match mass in the box and defend the run. And to do do it, you better go all in. And if you do go all in to stop the run, especially with Jonathan Brooks running so well and that running game finding its form, then you're going to leave X-Man, you're going to leave A.D. Mitchell, hell, even Jay Witt if they go Big 11 – or you're going to leave Gunnar Helm, that other uh, presence in the passing game, you're going to leave them with favorable matchups. And if it's J.T. Sanders, he's a favorable matchup too. So I think that's why it's been so effective. And I would, I would, if I was Sark, I would study and explore using that six offensive line package because it's been so effective everywhere else, using it in the red zone a little bit more. 
That's what I would do out there. It's been, like I said, it, it's been effective every time you've used it, used it at a high rate, and you just started using it at a high rate when JT Sanders went down versus Kansas. But since then, even in the Kansas game, seven point seven, you are over seven yards per play. Uh, you're averaging over fourteen yards per attempt in that game when you threw the football out of six zero line package. Uh, you were under five yards per rush in that Kansas game. It's kind of weird that you didn't run the ball more effectively out of that package in the Kansas game, but I think you were focused on throwing the football. Um, there's no doubt you can run it out of there. You proved that versus Oklahoma, um, averaging you know almost over eight yards per rush. Yeah. Well, and it occurs to me that uh, the, the the red zone has been an issue most of the year, but specifically since J.T. Sanders got hurt, right? I mean, that was right in the early on in the Kansas game. It had happened right about the 10-yard line when he got rolled up mm-hmm. on from behind. They had to settle for a field goal on that drive, and really every time they've gotten in the red zone since he's gone down, they've been much worse in the red zone than they were before. They I weren't great that. before, but it really the, you can you can signal and circle that injury, which happened as they were in the red zone mm-hmm. uh, in the in the early part of that Kansas game. That's when the... Issues because obviously as a defense you're always going to wonder where J T Sanders is in the red zone. Have area, to, right? have oh, to, because he would be your number one pro- target outside of Xavier Worthy or the run game. So, I think in the red zone he he might be a number one, even yeah. a higher target. So it's not high priority say, target, but it really it, it was not great before. But then when he got hurt, it really exacerbated what they are, and that's what you need to be doing this because because you assume that J T Sanders will be pretty close to healthy by the Houston game. Yeah, with with you know two weeks off and get that ankle right. Uh, same time he, he's a big factor to them and and that's look you don't know you have a problem until it's pointed out to you and the Longhorns were were exposed on several things they need to fix but they're all fixable right there's nothing that is just glaring that can't be fixed if they fix them they'll be heavy favorites in every game the rest of the way yep uh and again can can make up for it get back and get get that Oklahoma team again potentially Oklahoma in that Big 12 title game all right good stuff and Rod's uh, behind the burn orange curtain we'll come back go off the record stories you maybe have missed on this Thursday morning but need to know also uh, my uh, after the top of the hour uh, Rod our buddy Mike Craven will join us Dave Campbell's Texas football nice his thoughts on the Big 12 weekend the Houston matchup with West Virginia tonight his thoughts on Texas OU and uh, how much trouble is Jimbo Fisher in down at Texas A&M if any all that coming in our nine o'clock hour it's hook him up with Ian Robbie D.D. Megadoodoo, I'm sorry, Mangudu. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. Well, well, I don't get a brain man, comb. Congratulations, continue good sex in the the Big East. Thank you, Jimmy. And boom goes the dynamite. It's time for another edition of Off the Record. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! And thing sucks! Off the record at time, and here it is, Rod. Here's the video I just tweeted, or X'd, or posted to X. People on a train in southwest Colorado may no. have spotted Bigfoot. I saw that video. That's a dude in a suit, man. It isn't a bear. What is that? That's a dude in a suit walking on the mountainside. I What's why, he doing out there? Why is he in the middle of nowhere walking on the mountainside? I have no idea. Where else is Bigfoot going to be? <laughs> what, what is a dude in a suit? There's no way to be. And he sits down. He sits down just to chill. Come on, man. You don't think so? I don't you know think me? I'm Bigfoot. a Bigfoot skeptic. I know you are exactly. Usually, you're the realist here. I'm the one that's. It does look like a dude in a suit, but if it's not, what the heck is it? That looks like a dude in a suit. But why is a dude in a suit out there and just walking around? Now that's the thing. Why is he in the middle of nowhere walking around the mountainside in a Bigfoot suit? 
That would know. be the question. Yeah, I would do because and where is this Colorado? We need to find Southwest out where the, Colorado. where the nearest like residence or residential town is near this very rural area. Because yeah, maybe <laughs> that would be interesting if he's out. If there's like not a town around for like hundreds of miles, <laughs> and he just, it's, it's pretty a, secluded out there, yeah, man. It, I know up there it is. The That's wild, man. Southwest Colorado down to the Four Points That's area. Wild. Wow, listen, I don't like it. I don't like it. E. I don't know, man, because I'm a skeptic. But I've always said, well, how, everybody's got cameras now. Everybody's got a phone. Why can't we get a picture of this thing if there is indeed a Bigfoot or Sasquatch or whatever they call mm-hmm. it? And there it is. I don't know. It's a it's a long way away, and that's a big thing. That's a big dude in a suit. If it is now, I mean, think think about it. There's there's species on this planet where there's only like twenty of them left or less. Could be could be in that in that realm of possibility. Oh yeah, no, I totally agree. No, no, Just we never being seen. I agree. With, I know, Ty, you're right. That scientifically, I believe you're probably we're probably at the point where like only you know seventy percent of the species still have been not undocumented. Hell, the ocean alone. I mean, it's like the, 80%. the ocean's only been like 30% yeah, of the ocean's exactly. only been yeah. uh, explored. We, yeah, like 70% of the ocean is unexplored. We have no idea what the hell is in there or down there. It's, it's vast. Yeah, and I, I can see I can see, I see that being the case for a lot of species on this planet that haven't been documented. So it's possible. I'm not saying it's plausible, but it's possible. Scientists have estimated that there are around 8.7 billion species and they've only documented like a little under two million. Okay. Well, yeah, I tweeted okay. it from my Twitter, my ex account at Aaron Hogan, E R I N H O G A, and mm-hmm. you can go look at it and you can decide. Yeah. You can decide. That's 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 from National Geographic, by the way. So thank you very much. Are we checking me? Thank you very much. <laughs> what else do we have in off the record, Rod B? Uh, oh, uh, Ty, you got this piece of sound here. This piece of audio. Uh, all right. This should be in who said that, but we're gonna use it in off the record. Give me some this, audio. Like a little under two million. This okay. is well, yeah, I tweeted uh, it from my Twitter. My oh, oh, yeah, here's that's Jay, me. That, 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 that's that's not that's not what we're playing. Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, <sighs> she revealed to the world that her and Will Smith have not been together for like six years. Here's the audio. There are so many surprising things in the book, but the thing that surprised me the most that I actually had to reread it because right. I said, "Is this true?" Right. Was that in 2016, you? and Will decided that you were going to live completely separate lives. It was not a divorce on paper, but it was a divorce. divorce. So from the year 2016, which is seven years ago now, (laughs) y'all have been... Seven years. God, she seems like the worst person. Oh, she's a gaslighting skank. Why did he slap Chris Rock then? Yeah, so Chris why Rock got he, punched for nothing. So why did he slap him then? It's like he wouldn't disrespect your wife because y'all not even a thing. He and just was faking it. And he said, "Why keep my wife's name out your... He said, keep still my, were married, though. I That's guess still technically paper, his wife and legally his wife. On paper, but they, they were, it was a sham. Man, that's... I don't know. Does this make Will Smith look better or worse? Worse. 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 <laughs> worse. Worse, dude. What are you doing? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't pretend to understand that whole situation. That at is all. a crazy relationship, man. That's and a why wild is she one. writing a book and who would want to read it? Would be my next question. She loves attention. Yeah, she's be... not famous for talent anymore, so she just wants to be famous for being famous. Was she ever famous? For yeah, being she talent? was. She was an actress at one point, and a, a decent, a pretty good one. She was. She, she wouldn't be this famous if she were still time. just Jada Pinkett and not yeah. Jada Pinkett. She stopped Smith. acting though, basically when she got like deep into a relationship with Will Smith. Yeah, I don't get that at all. Hey, looks like Taylor Swift will be at the Chiefs game tonight, of course. It's a prime yeah. timer. Looks like Taylor will be there in the box with uh, probably Travis's mom and 
who else knows? It's the primetime game. There might not be anything to tune in for except for Patrick Mahomes exploiting a terrible defense. He's never played the last-ranked defense, last-ranked scoring defense in the NFL in his career. This will be the first time he plays the worst defense in the league. So, yeah, fireworks. And they played the Dolphins, and the Dolphins scored 70. Mm, 70. Hey, and they pulled, they pulled up, too. They, like, they took their foot off the gas. Off the record, Rod? What's that? In Australia... As a joke, a group called called uh, something. They were running a campaign under the beer party moniker, the beer party, and the campaign promised to allow bars to stay open twenty four seven and a free keg per month for every adult in Australia. <laughs> they started as a joke. They're polling at twelve percent. You damn right. And on the rise, free keg per month. They do some damage here in our political Recent arena. Recent polls say they're up to twelve percent and rising. Do, do we do we know what kind of beer it is? Is it like a specific kind of beer or just any beer? What are we talking about here? The beer party. I'm in. No, I don't. I, you know, your choice, I guess. You know some beer company is looking at this going, guys, we need to sponsor this. This thing sponsored the beer party. Come on. Yeah, so if it's free, that means the government's paying for it. The government paying for beer. What a beautiful idea. Well, that means people are paying for it. <laughs> Thank you very much. Great point. <laughs> Way to bring it full circle. 12%. Uh, <laughs> So is it really free? No, it's not. Nothing like Nothing is life. Is, that's right. We'll be back. You go see the Twitter and decide if that's uh, Bigfoot or not. Uh, Mike Craven coming up talking college football.